Hey, fellow mathers, do you have limited classroom time? Do you want to make the biggest, best impact on your students that you can? Then you need to start here with the Math is Figureoutable Challenge. It's three one-hour sessions of the quickest and most powerful ways to reach the most students with the most math. We're having special guest Jenna Labe. Mark your calendars for May 15th through 17th at 7 p.m. Central and watch this space to find out when registration opens. If you can't make those times, you'll want to register anyway so you can get access to the session recordings. And now, on to the episode. Hey, fellow mathematicians. Welcome to the podcast where math is figureoutable. I'm Pam. And I'm Kim. And you found a place where math is not about memorizing and mimicking, waiting to be told or shown what to do, but it's about making sense of problems, noticing patterns, and reasoning using mathematical relationships. We can mentor mathematicians as we co-create meaning together. Not only are algorithms not particularly helpful in teaching mathematics, but rotely repeating steps actually keep students from being the mathematicians they can be. Okay, so last week we talked about time, and we talked a little bit about elapsed time, but today we're going to actually talk about solving problems with elapsed time. Okay, Pam, so I remember... It's been a while. It's been quite some time. You're going to tell I on remember, me. But I remember what you're going to tell on me. Oh, I was going to okay. say how long ago, but um, <laughs> it was quite a few years ago. Anyway, so we um, were just, working together. <laughs> just a second, just a minute ago. It was just a. Just a it was just a, just, just a little time. You know, just a couple years. Just, <laughs> just a few years ago. I'm poking on Kim because in the last episode, we talked about being specific about time. And it now was I'm 20 not... years ago. Dang it. You, I didn't want you to be specific here, but okay. All right. Kim's going to be specific. 20 years yeah. ago. Okay. Neither 20 years that ago. old. Okay. Um, and I was teaching third grade. And I remember that you were working in um, the district that I was teaching in. And you came into my classroom one day and you said, hey, so some of these teachers have been talking to me and they're asking me about elapsed time and how do we find elapsed time? Like, how do I yeah. help my kids get better with elapsed time? Yeah. And, and this Remember is uh, the proof that I liked you and trusted you <laughs> because in that moment I was still the high school teacher who was supposed to be the God of math. And so I was like, I can't, I can't look like I don't know what I'm doing. Right. So in that moment, when they asked me, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Sure. You bet. We'll do that. I'll, I'll absolutely help you with the lapse. I just gave that knowing look with that That's smile. Awesome. And then I yeah. went to you and I was like, what? What does that yeah. even mean? Elapsed yeah. time. Like I, that was not even a phrase as a high school math teacher. I even really, I mean, I kind of knew what it meant, but I was like, that's a thing. And you, yeah. you chuckled. You're like, yeah, that's a thing. And I was like, all right, yeah. all right. You're like, how do we do that? Yeah. Well, and I want to, I do want to give you a lot of credit in this because I, you know, we've talked about this before and how I messed with number and whatnot, but I didn't really have a great way to model a lot of times what I was thinking about. And so I just did a lot of equations and I kind of like chicken scratched a bunch of stuff on my paper, but you brought number lines, open number lines to, to my life. And at that point, as soon as I saw an open number line, I was like, Oh, this is a great model for lots of things that I kind of do naturally. And this will be really helpful for my kids. So as a third grade teacher, I did teach a last time. And I remember very clearly being like, oh, this is going to be great because all you have to do is stick the elapsed time on a number line. 
sort of unwrap a clock. Yes. Right? Kind of like unwrap yeah. that circle to be a straight line and yep. bam, you've got time on a number line. Yeah. And so like the start time would be at the beginning of the number line and the end time would be at the end or, or whatever pieces you're trying to find. And the only real difference was that this time on the open number line, because we're talking about time, the benchmarks are 60 minutes or an hour. And so mm. instead of landing on like friendly numbers being a hundred, then we just talked about friendly numbers being the whole hour or 60 minutes at a time. Yeah. Nice. And I know you yeah. just said that you could put the start time at the one end and the end time at the other. And totally, we can do that. I, I wanted to mention a little bit of a more general look, which is you could actually kind of put your schedule on a number line. Like mm -hmm. often visual schedules in classrooms, I see as a rectangle. So it'll have like a rectangle of I don't know, construction paper that will say we start at eight o'clock. It might have the picture of an analog clock and it'll say reading time. And then it'll at the next, you know, so there's, there's kind of these almost bulleted versions of, of your visual schedule and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a, a, a nice uh, activity exercise to do with students where it's like, put your day on an open number line. When do you yeah. leave your house? When do you get, when do you wake up? Put that time as yep. your start time. And then when do you leave your house or when do you eat breakfast? Put that time. And then kind yep. of like arrange that all of that on an open number line. So like, when do you leave school and you walk home or, or this is your bus ride or like whatever it is. Yep. So you, you might then say, well, when are you doing homework? Or I don't not necessarily want to promote a ton of homework, but when are you going to martial arts? When are you doing your soccer practice? Like whatever it is, like, let's stick those things in there. I think that open number line view of a schedule can be really a brilliant yeah. way of helping kids just get a better feel for time and elapsed time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So because the benchmarks for time are often 60 minutes, mm -hmm. um, I think it's really valuable to play I have you need with combinations of 60. What? And I don't know that we've mentioned that before, but um, <laughs> you know, maybe in other areas, but but I definitely think that if we're going to have kids mess with elapsed time to to the minute, then they've got to be familiar with and get some more experience with combinations of 60. Yeah, that makes sense. Total 60. Yeah. So, for example, if you're playing with your students, uh, well, well, actually, would you would you would you just say Okay, guys, today the total 60. If I have 40, you need. If I have 37, you need. Or I'm, I'm actually really curious. Would you put yeah. it in the context of time? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I would definitely one? put it in the context of time. I'd put Ooh, it in the context of time because I feel like um, if we can connect the dots for kids, then I think that it makes a little bit more sense. And so I might, or I might, you know, you don't mean direct teach, that. though. You don't, well, no, you no. Said, no. It's, I know you, I know what you mean, but I, if somebody could hear you, if we connect the dots, they're like, yeah, if I could be really explicit and just tell kids, that's not what you mean. No, you I mean think like, I'd probably say, Hey, today we're going to work on 60. What do we know that, that comes in sixties? Nice. Nice. Keep going. What else? And then, say? and then that, you know, somebody's probably going to say time or if not, you know, I like might look at the clock or I might look at my watch <laughs> or whatever. And someone is going to say 60 and I'll say, okay, so cool. We're going to, today we're going to work on combinations of 60. And then just like I do with, I have, you need to hundreds or thousands, I'm going to start with multiples of 10. And so I would do like 30 and 40 and 20, 10. And then when that is familiar, then I would work on the multiples of five and then the multiples of one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In that order. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. And I would suggest that you start 
in those three groups, the multiples of 10, multiples of five and, and, and ones that you start with numbers closer to 60. Yeah. Just to kind of get a feel. And I also, here's just, here's an advanced tip. Don't start with the half. So like if you're playing, I have, you need total 10. Don't say I have five. And when they say back that you need five, then it, it could be like an echo thing. Like then mm. you say, I have six. Those like six. You're like, no, no, no. What's the partner to 10? So don't start with 30. If you're doing partners of 60, just don't, mm-hmm. that's a little uh, advanced tip there. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you might, you know, if I have you need as a routine that you do anyway, if it's a routine that you do regularly, you could kind of nestle this in a little bit before you start working on elapsed time so that, you know, you've, you've done a little pre-work um, mm, to have kids nice. familiar rather than saying, oh, today we're going to talk about elapsed time. And also get good at combinations of 60. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we have a blog post. If you're uh, listeners, if you have not listened to, we're, we're kind of talking about I have you need as if you've done it a lot. So if you're not familiar with that routine, we have a blog post, I have you need, uh, just go Google Pam Harris, I have you need, or I think just I have you need, we'll pull it up. Check out that blog, blog post. We have a super download that lists all sorts of strategies and helpful hints for you as you're doing I have you need um, with kids. So check that mm-hmm. out. Okay, so let's do some some elapsed time. Like, let's like solve some problems. Okay. All right. All right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'm going to give you a problem first. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So, Kim, if mm, PE, let's let's like physical education, if, if okay. sport class starts at 135 and mm-hmm. we know that it's 45 minutes long, mm-hmm. when do we need to leave to come back to class? Like, okay, when is so- it over? Um, when's it over? Okay. Yeah. So I just wrote down one thirty-five, mm-hmm. and because I've played, I have you need, um, I know that it is 25 minutes to two o'clock. So I just made a jump of 25 minutes to get to two o'clock. Uh-huh. And then I noticed that I had done 25 of the 45 minutes. And so then I just made another jump of 20 to land on 220. So I think that we are done with PE at 220. Nice. Nice. What would you expect a kid to do if they didn't Mm, have that I have you need? Yeah, it's a great question. So instead of the the combinations of 135 and 25 minutes, I might see kids make a jump of five to get to 140 Mm -hmm. and then another jump of 20. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, if they are brand new to elapsed time, brand new to number lines, then they might make a jump of 10, 10, 5, or 5, 10, 10. But we're constantly wanting to nudge towards bigger, fewer jumps. So I might notice that, take note of it, and help a student with that. Nice. Do you ever see, so my inclination might be, if I didn't know, well, or if I did, I was actually wondering if you might think 135 and then jump 30 minutes. Yeah. So we I totally, at 130. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask that when I saw the 135. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's possible. And, and honestly, well, what is, let's, let's, it's a 135 jump 30 minutes. Now you're uh, at 205. 205. Uh-huh. But, we, but we knew it was 45 minutes. So we still mm-hmm. have to go 15 more minutes. Is that right? Yeah. So 205, 15 more minutes. Now Mm -hmm. you're at that same 220 Mm -hmm. in time. I mean, theoretically, you could also shift back a little bit and say it's the same distance as if we had to leave at 130 
Okay. And then what? So I kind of like take the five minutes off, add the 45 minutes. So that'd be two fifteen. Uh huh. And then put the five minutes back on to get to the two twenty. Uh-huh. Uh, that is not natural for me. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that one I have to really think about. Nice. Okay. Nice. Cool. All right. Your turn. Okay, Give me you one. one. All right. Yep. Here's one for you. Okay. Um, you're going to go to art instead of PE. Whoa. Art. <laughs> if art is 55 minutes long and we need to be back by 10 15, when should we arrive? Hmm. Okay. So I just wrote down a number line and on the far right, I'm writing 1015 because that's when we've got to, that's when we're done. Right. Mm-hmm. And we need to go backwards 55 minutes to see when it is that it would have started. Cause that's the time we have to get there. So I'm looking at 1015. I'm just instantly going to the friendly number of 10. So I know that I've, that's 15 minutes we've already spent. So now I'm thinking about, we're supposed to be 55 minutes. We've spent 15 minutes. So that leaves me 40 minutes. So then I'm backing up 40 minutes from 10 and that lands me on 920. So we better get there at 920 in order to spend 55 minutes and be being done at 1015. Say that again. What time did you get there? 920. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. I was also, <laughs> I was also solving while you were solving, but I wanted a different strategy. So uh, um, were you giving me a neutral response there? Is that your, like, because you made me rethink. I re-looked you, at my you numbers. You think it's I was like, 20. Yeah. I was like, uh, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and we're like, Way to be you, confident. Did you, did you find a different strategy? Well, 55 minutes is really nicely close to an hour. Oh, sure enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bam. So, so, so talk that out. So if we have to be back at 10.15, then i Backed up an hour to put us at 9.15. Yeah. And then um, it's really only 55 minutes. So then that would be 9.20. That five minute jump. That's nice. That uh, over. I should have thought that you would do an over strategy. (laughs) Nice. I do like over. All right. Cool. All right. One more problem. This time for you. Okay. Okay. If we leave the lunchroom. Now, you know, sometimes lunchroom schedules are a little crazy. Kids are kind of, there's, if they're, especially to the big school, there's kind of funny times. So I'm just saying we have to leave at 1147, 1147. Yes. Cause we have early lunch. I don't know. Is that early for kids? Feels early for me. Some go. Do you ever have a, right. When you have the schedule, the one year where they're like, sorry, but you have the 1045 lunch. You're like, oh, okay. No, you like that? No. Oh, I thought you said yes. No. No. I hate Afternoon snack time. (laughs) I totally like the later lunch because it just means if you can make it till then, then the rest of the day goes really fast. Anyway, yep. I, I digress. Okay. So if we have to leave the lunchroom at 1147 uh-huh. and we, and, and then uh, we go, oh, where did we go? Oh no, sorry. We leave for lunch at 1147. I read my problem wrong. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. So we leave our classroom at 1147. Okay. And then we noticed that when we got back, it was 1216. I'm going to ask my, my students, Hey, how long is lunch? If we leave at 1147, we come back at 1216. How long are they giving us for lunch? I'm kind of curious how long lunch is. So what are you thinking about? <laughs> I'm thinking you got shorted on your lunchtime. Okay. <laughs> 1147. I know that 47 and 13, uh, make an hour. That's, Ooh, that's I have you need, you just did mm-hmm. that combo right there. Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay. So, uh, 1147 plus 13 minutes gets you to noon. Okay. And so then you said 
you came back at 1216. So that's 16 more minutes. Yep. So um, 13 minutes plus 16 minutes is 29 minutes. 29 minutes. That's not a bad lunch for kids. It's not, I wish adults had longer. Then <laughs> <laughs> we all learned to eat, eat fast. I don't know that I can think of a different strategy unless I'm a kid mm. who doesn't necessarily own 47 yes. to 60. That yeah. feels kind of important, but then I could go 47 to 50 and then, the, and then 50 to 60 to get the, the 13. Yeah. Um, and if I'm, I don't know, a student who's really thinking in chunks, I might go 12 to 12, 10, and then the extra six. And now that I have this three, 10, 10, and six, I might conceivably add those by adding the three and the six together to get the nine and then the tens together to get 20. I don't know. That might be a younger strategy. Well, it's a pretty, pretty solid natural starting point, right? Like we're, mm. we're talking as if we know the combinations of 60 right off the bat because you and I do. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely a natural starting point, which is why we're suggesting I have you need combinations of 60. Oh, I just have another strategy. Oh, good. What you got? <laughs> well, I was thinking if I wasn't using a number line and it was, I was really like, like in my head, uh, then I would probably think a bit more about 1147 is almost quarter to noon. Mm-hmm. And twelve sixteen is almost twelve fifteen. I wonder yeah. if podcast listeners are like screaming at us right now. Of course you would just do that <laughs> because they might not be writing stuff down. And so this is an interesting moment where we can have a conversation about how sometimes writing things down might encourage one strategy versus having to hold a little bit more might encourage a different one. So if I'm thinking about quarter till and quarter after, that's a half an hour, but I'm one hour high on the 1216, but I'm three minutes low. No, wait, no, wait, sorry. I'm two minutes high on the uh, 1147. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that two minute and that one minute sort of um, cancel out to one minute. Mm, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that very well. Anyway, so I had this this one minute under 30, which then gets me to the 29. That would be. And, And honestly, if it's 1147, and twelve sixteen, it's really just about a half an hour, and then I can just right. sort of figure figure which which direct a little less than half an hour, a little more than half an hour, and in this case, a little less than half an hour. All right. So I like these problems that you came up with too, because you have what's actually going to happen for kids is that sometimes you don't know the end time of things, sometimes you don't know mm. the beginning time of things, and sometimes you're wondering how long is this going to last, and so. Um, in any of those situations, plunking stuff down on number line is incredibly useful. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that because we did. We just did three kind of separate kinds of elapsed time problems where the, yep. it's a different unknown each time. But but they all have the same model. Yeah. We're all using this brilliant open number line model and these partners to 60 to just sort of reason. We don't have to have a separate strategy if the duration's unknown and a separate yep. strategy if the start times are blah. We don't have to like worry about that. Yeah. We just like put, what do we know? We can put down what we know, find what we don't. Brilliant way for kids to just be yep. really confident. All I have to do is use what I know, think about what I know about time. Nice. Yep. So an open number line is a super model to help students think about and solve problems dealing with time, especially at last time. Y'all, thank you for tuning in and teaching more and more real math. To find out more about the Math is Figureoutable movement, visit mathisfigureoutable.com. Let's keep spreading the word that math is figureoutable.
Thank you for listening and making math more figure outable. Remember, we're going to be opening registration for the Math is Figure Outable Challenge soon. Mark your calendar from May 15th through 17th. You are not going to want to miss these free PD evenings where you'll learn four routines you need in your classroom that are naturally engaging and encourage students to think mathematically. And remember, if you can't make those times, registering gets you access to the recordings. Keep making math figure outable.